Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome to the podcast. As always, it's fantastic to have you along and your subscription to Leader Manager Coach and to our content is always appreciated and recognised. So uh, thank you for your time and I hope you get an amazing amount of value out of today's episode and all the other episodes and the content that is available on Leader Manager Coach. Don't forget, Leader Manager Coach is a resource that is specifically designed for those who want to lead in life, want to lead in sport, and maybe specifically lead in football, because that is the niche area that I've spent a lot of my time and my life and my passion in and around. But the, as I've always said, what we talk about on Leader Manager Coach, what we discuss, what we share, what we evaluate are very, very much principle-based and are applicable to all the niches and all the aspects of life in general. So Leader Manager Coach, it's for for football, for sport and for life. So welcome along. Today is episode six in Eknath Yaswaran's Words to Live By. This is episode six of the fabulous, fabulous uh, content that Eknath puts out and um, I've re-evaluated it and I'm sharing it on the podcast and um, as always I cannot recommend strongly enough that you read the book. It's called Words to Live By. It's by the wonderful gentleman Eknath Yaswan and uh, let's dive straight in with the uh, there's a there's an absolute plethora of content to talk about that's so applicable to leadership and um, don't forget if we want to lead other people, we have to lead ourselves first and foremost, because it's what you are speaks so loudly, I cannot hear what you say. So if you want to be an influencer, you have to be the change. As Gandhi said, you cannot expect other people to be what you are not yourself, or at least you are capable of. Okay, so here we go. Eknathi Aswaran's words to live by. Number one. Eknath talks about and mentions finding the gap between stimulus and response. If you are a leader, if you are a coach, if you are a manager, one thing's for certain is by the definition of that, you have to deal with other people and you have to lead other people and respond to other people and interact with other people. And one thing is for certain that you will be tested, you will be stretched, you will likely feel very frustrated at times, angry, and often at the end of what we call your tether. And that is the time when you have to find that place of detachment, when you can take a breath or 10 breaths and listen to what your brain is telling you and then come up with an appropriate response that will create something, whether that's a result or a movement or an interaction, but maybe we'll keep the relationship intact, but you have to respond appropriately. One thing is for certain, if you just react and you do not think, you do not put yourself into the gap between stimulus and response, you have no guarantees of the outcome of what you will 
put into the equation and it's likely to be if it's in anger it is likely to be something that you possibly regret so think about the gap and remember that you always have the ultimate power in that little tiny period or the longer period if you choose to make it so between stimulus and response okay next one from Eknath remember that you are on your own path so as a leader if you are a coach of young people you are on that journey because you want to be a coach and it is your path as much as it is the players but in the two paths are intertwined and interconnected so you are there to serve them but you are also there to serve yourself in terms of your own growth so remember that all the challenges that you go through all the situations that you find difficult all the things that push you all the things that you get wrong when you or you think you get wrong and they turn out differently than you expected these are all things that are growing you and are giving you the opportunity to develop yourself on your own contextual path and it's often something that we get in my humble opinion we get not necessarily wrong but we get mixed up we get confused because we have to um, we don't have to it's a great approach to have to understand that you are trying to align primarily what it is you are about yourself on your own journey as a coach because if you are on if you're a leader a manager a coach you're in a family situation a business situation whatever it is you are in somewhere along the line you will have made a decision consciously unconsciously wisely unwisely whatever it is to be in that situation and the fact is that you know you are in that situation and as all the wisdom teaches us Amor Fati, the best thing we can do, the most successful thing we can do is accept that situation and lean into it. And remember that you are on that path. So the challenge that's in front of you, as Ryan Holiday talks about, the obstacle is the way. So the thing that's in front of you that's challenging you now is your path. And by avoiding it, you will only open yourself up to having to face that obstacle, maybe in a slightly different form later on. So remember, it's always about you. No matter what comes up, it is always about you. If somebody upsets you, you feel angry. That's because there is something inside you that is allowed the anger to come out. Um, and because ultimately you have the, the power to respond exactly how you will. Um, not easy to do otherwise everybody would be an esteemed master in control and in control of every situation so it's always about you okay next one from Eknath remember that everybody all your young players all the people on your team everybody is trying to find their own way of feeling good or feeling better or improving their life that is the primary driver behind everybody's actions and everybody's desires. People only want things, want to achieve things, to get things, to, to acquire them or to have a relationship with somebody or to get to a certain place because in doing so they believe that that will make them feel better. 
they are driven to it maybe because they think when I get there or if I achieve that, that's what my heart wants, that's what my mind wants, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm inspired to do. And by getting there, it will make their life better. It's a fulfillment thing, it's what they want to do. And if you remember that, remember that everybody's motive is often, is that, but that the way that it comes across can be, if you perceive it that way, you will often have, let me put it like this, if you perceive it that way and can see the innate and deeper drives behind people's behaviors, you will have a better understanding and be able to be in a better situation to respond to them. It's really easy, and I do it all the time myself, that you just take on board the face value of what somebody does, what they say, how they do it, how they say it, their tone of voice, etc., etc. And if somebody's having a bad day, what's behind it, what's going on, what's the long-term thing, it doesn't mean you should lie down, it doesn't mean you should accept it, it doesn't mean you should be a doormat. It just helps you to have a different perceptual approach and to be a better leader by understanding what it is that's driving people because there are human drivers and things that people do that are very, very common and the drivers behind them are, are very common. So everybody is seeking the same things. Okay, next one from Eknath. Remember, remember the dangers of elation and the dangers of depression. This is a challenging one to consider because the context of human life is emotion. And the beautiful thing about human life is emotion. Imagine a life where there's no emotion. So there's no, you know, and, and, and I think the the current situation with the COVID-19 and, and the effect that it's had on so many aspects of life. Let's just take the sporting aspect of life where people, professionals are playing football, football matches in empty stadiums. There is a massive, massive void of emotion because the people aren't there. The emotions aren't there. The crowd isn't there. That collective isn't there. And a life devoid of emotion is a poorer life, in my opinion. Ask anybody who's lonely, who's isolated. Great problems in society from loneliness and isolation, particularly identified in this COVID-19 situation where people are forced to spend time alone and not to be in physical contact with their loved ones. So, you know, you have to remember as a leader that um, it's easy, or, or, or this gives us, let, let, let me put it like this, this situation gives us an example or a leading into the situation whereby it's dangerous to get carried away with wild emotions of success. And you know, you, the player scores a goal, they run around the pitch, their arms are in the air, they're successful, they win cups, they win trophies, everything going well, they get massive pay packets, you're on a high yourself, maybe you're in a great relationship, maybe you know, you've achieved something, you've had an award, things are going well, you, you, your finances are in order, um, you're healthy and so on. And, and as, um, 
the great poet Khalil Gibran said, you know, when when uh, happiness, something like when happiness is at your door, remember that the remember that sorrow is asleep on your bed. You know, you cannot have. And I heard this yesterday. The twenty first century is often that, that there's an insight that says that the, the young people of today, because life in the Western world, particularly in the twenty first century, it is easier. Yeah, that's debatable to some people, but it's easier than it was earlier in the in the twentieth century. Um, you know, the the lack of lack of sanitation and and the and the terrace houses and and the overcrowding and the unemployment uh, and so on meant that in in the early part of the twentieth century there were many many more difficulties. And um, the people from that generation, um, who who are still around, they they you will find they have a much more stoical philosophy of life. You know, life is hard to them, and you just get up, you get on with it, and you do not complain. Um, people say that these days that because many of the psychological and 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 mental illnesses or, or frailties or weaknesses or or challenges that we all have to deal with some more than others are related to the fact that we have such expectations that food will be available that warmth will be available that comfort will be available that jobs will be available that people will look after us that society will look after us we'll have free health care Everything will be okay because that's what we're used to when we're brought up. Well, if we're brought up in an environment that's brutal, that's hard, that's cold, that's coercive, that that, that makes you stand on your own two feet, um, then we'll have probably a different outlook on life. And, you know, we won't get carried away with successes. And we also won't get down in the dumps and completely depressed. And I'm not belittling depression and uh, chemical depression and all the things that go along with that but we won't get so down in the dumps for such prolonged periods of time about the things that just upset us because that's the normal rationale of life we'll take the middle path and sometimes it's a great thing to understand that you know the the the, the kind of thing that look every day isn't going to be christmas it's not a holiday every day but if you can look at it like that and just get on with the mundane aspects of life and you get up and you go to work and you do your day's work, you do your best, you come home, you have something to eat, you're grateful for it, you're happy for it and, and, and you're a good person with the people that you deal with as best you can and you get on with it and you do that day after day, hey, we're blessed to be alive and we get on with it. That's kind of the middle path that we're talking about and if we can espouse that approach and especially to young people who maybe haven't had sufficient challenges just in everyday life because of the, the the comforts that their lifestyle that their parents lifestyle the way they've been brought up in has, has got them accustomed to then maybe we can do them do them a favor by taking that middle path and not getting too carried away with the extremes of the highs and the lows 
Leader Manager Coach podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader Manager Coach for the game, for life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Okay, next one from Etna. Remember that we have to deal with obstacles and we have to deal with challenges. Otherwise, we are not growing. If you are, you know, let me go back a stage. If you are overwhelmed, then, and Jordan Peterson talks about this very eloquently. He says that, you know, sometimes if you somebody has a big challenge in their life, and then they have another big challenge, maybe a relationship challenge that's severely going to disrupt their life, make a big life change. And then along comes a health challenge that that is threatening the existence of life itself. Those two things added together can actually be catastrophic, according to Peterson, in terms of the effect they have on the person. And if you add another thing in the mix, so that three challenges of significant proportions come along at the same time, then that individual is in in a likely situation to need significant support and is at great risk of having some kind of breakdown. Now, Having said that, we need to manage our own challenges, the ones that are manageable, you know. And if we have the challenges that come along in our everyday life, the things that, okay, let's say you're building a business. You will have challenge after challenge after challenge after challenge, whether that's finance, whether that's people, whether that's strategy, whether that's creation, whether that's marketing, whether it's logistics whatever it is if you're in a sports environment it will be your your routine or your nutrition or your diet or your psychological state or your planning or your strength regime or your endurance regime or your technical abilities and something you need to work on whether it's your golf swing or or your swimming style or actually you don't have a relationship with your boss or you don't have a relationship with with two of your players or colleagues, etc., etc., or you're behind in, in your study or you're letting go and not keeping up to date and, and, and you've got other challenges and you're not sleeping or whatever it is, we have to lean into them and we have to find a way through them. And it's by avoiding them, Ekna says, that we develop challenges for ourselves. And he talks about often we have to chunk them down and take a little bit at a time and make sure we get sufficient sleep. And he talks about being the eye of the hurricane. And Eknath is, a, is probably the, or one of the world's proponents, or has been one of the world's proponents of the practice of meditation, of which many times I've said that I was introduced to many years ago. And it is a fundamental part of my own life. And within that, you can find your own serenity, your own peace, your own guidance that sustains you above and beyond what the world can throw at you in terms of in terms of its existence, it is it, its external forces. So no matter what's going on in the external world, you always have that option 
to relax and find the peace and serenity in the internal world that is available to you. So that's leaning into challenges and that's being able to deal with them, the ones that you do have an element of control over. And that's not to belittle anything that you do not have control of because there are many things in life that uh, that come into that category. Okay, next one from Eknath is a mantra. Okay, what is a mantra? A mantra is a saying or a word or a collection of words that you use to realign yourself, to identify yourself with your, and center yourself, if I can use it like that. You know, it doesn't, it's not a religious thing necessarily. It's, you could call it a spiritual thing, but what is the thing that can center you? What is it that you're about? What is it that brings you back to being you when the world is frenetic, when things are going wrong, when it's hectic, when it can has the potential to be chaotic? What is it that you can do? And what words can you say internally to yourself that bring you that peace, bring you that serenity and bring you back to you so you can be centered and you can rely on you? That may be linked to your own personal faith, of course, but Eknath, reminds us and urges us to have something, a, a, a mantra as it's called, and words that center us and bring us back to who we are. It's a practice and it takes practice, and uh, but it's a powerful, powerful thing. Okay, next one, 18. He reminds us that the, uh, the path to success is a never ending one and it's often an upward journey. In fact, it is always an upward journey because we always need to take challenges. And it's not necessarily about taking challenges every single day. There are, there are needs in life and life is cyclical where there are periods of work, periods of challenge, periods where we push ourselves and then we need the appropriate rest and recuperation. You know, I can personally say that uh, last night I absolutely needed an extra amount of sleep. And the day before I'd had a, a tough week in terms of time demands and I do try and control that and make sure that every day I have the appropriate amount of sleep. Occasionally that doesn't happen because of life gets in the way and things come along no matter how diligent and focused we are. And I had one night of sleep and woke up early, so it wasn't sufficient. And I still felt tired that day, particularly towards the end of the day. And, you know, at the expense of being autobiographical about this, I needed two good nights of sleep. So remember that you have to balance rest and recuperation with forging on. And yes, life is a, a series of challenges to keep climbing that mountain, it's a great analogy, but sometimes the climbs are difficult and challenging and then we have a little vista and a plateau where we can pull ourselves together and uh, we can be ready for the next one. We cannot just keep climbing forever and ever with no rest and recuperation. Okay, next one. Eknath reminds us that it's great and appropriate and advisable to have a childlike 
approach to life. And he doesn't mean be childish where you are immature and you, for want of a better phrase, throw your toys out of the pram when things don't go your way. It's being open and being transparent and just being yourself and being investigative and just being open to what life brings you. That's why children are often so beautiful to us because they're innocent, they have no preconceived ideas and they just show their true selves. Can you show your true self? And they say the more you can be yourself, the more attractive you are to other people and the more you can influence. So as a coach, be yourself and watch your success grow. Okay, next one from Eknath. I'm gonna link two together here. In fact, I'm gonna link three together here. As I've said, Eknath is a massive, Eknath was a massive proponent of um, meditation. And he talks about meditation and that being a lifetime of practice. And he says, yes, it's difficult. Yes, there is a price to pay, but it's not about doing 10 hours of meditation in one go. It's about every single day putting in us, paying a small price, but being disciplined and paying that price every day so that in the end, the rewards will come. It's a small price to pay, but it has to be paid every single day. If you miss, you, you're undisciplined and you miss practices, then ultimately the rewards will just move further and further away. And he talks about within that meditation, finding that stillness that allows you to deal with the challenges of life that gives you that sustainability that allows you to negotiate the cut and thrust of life whether it's 20 you know in this 21st century you know you go back and and read around the history of empires and ages and and, and the history of the world that has gone before us that's laid down in books and strangely enough all the challenges that we face, all the things that we think are new and are unique to us are very likely not. Maybe contextually they're slightly different in terms of what is available to us electronically and so on, but actually the emotional responses we have are very similar and societies that have gone before us and are in different parts of the world all suffer with the same challenges that we ourselves are often consumed with. So let's just remember that and remember what stillness is and how that can help us in our pursuit and in our traversing all that we do, particularly when we are dealing with other people. Okay, remember, next one, remember as well, as much as everybody is the same, as much as we have that human thing running through us, that need for certain things, that way, those desires, there are also differences. Yes, the differences are subtle and everybody is an individual and everybody is, is on their own path. So there are these massive similarities as human beings and as players and as people, but also there are differences and it's those differences that make us what we are 
and we have to meld them, we have to deal with them, we have to soften to them, we have to challenge them at times, which is not easy, but it everybody has a unique way of doing things and, and we have to try to embrace that as best we can and the more we can do that, the more people we will be able to relate to, the more successful we will be as a leader, a manager, a coach in life. Okay, next one. Here's a great one personally, and I'm sure that you may well relate to this and I've talked about it many times and Eknath talks about it here. Sure and steady wins the race. He's talking about patience. He's talking about baby steps. He's talking about persisting and putting an extra coat of paint on every single day. He's talking about what Jim Rohn talks about when he says that there's a mosaic being built of your life and every single day two bluebirds come and they put one piece of that mosaic into the big picture. And at the end of your life, you step back and you'll be able to see the picture, however big or however small that is. It's baby steps, it's one piece at a time, it's persistent, it's being able to hold that tension and get up the next day after the rest and relaxation of deep sleep and start again and persist again and be sure and steady and uh, see it through as best as you possibly can, even when you think things are, you know, really, really challenging. Okay, next one, we're coming to the end of Eknath's number six, Eknath episode number six. He talks about uh, an ability when you get to a certain level to see everything that comes across your path, the people that come across your path, the coaching challenges you have, the people, the players, the, the managers, the, the other people that step on you, the, 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 all the challenges, whether they're psychological, whether they're social, whether they're to do with your niche area, to do with your business, to do with your family. Can you see them as blessings? And can you see them as in a different light? Can you reframe them so that you do not see them as things that bug you, that, that weigh you down, but things that you can do something about, even if it's one small thing to change the momentum? So even if you change one small part of your diet, you drink one glass of water, you take one less uh, bar of chocolate or you do one more run or you do an extra press up or you do one extra thing that changes the momentum that is what he's talking about and uh, if you look at it as a blessing when things come out your way to tell you and show you that uh, maybe you need to do something then um, yes it is a blessing but you know, we have to look out for the good times as well as Eknath reminds us. It's not just about challenges, it's enjoying all the blessings that come across our way. Yesterday, after so many months of being unable to see members of my family, I was actually in the physical presence of my beautiful and amazing daughter, who is just a joy to be with. And what a blessing that was and what a blessing that is and we all have those things if we are fortunate in our life we have to and I look at that and think wow you know what what great joy that brought me and we have to 
embrace those things and, and be glad of those things. Okay. Last one. Last one. And this is a little bit related to an earlier point that Eknath talked about when he talked about taking the middle path and not getting completely drawn into success and completely drawn into failure. And he's talking about in this particular point, moderation and just enough. It may be mealtime where you come away from the table and you think, oh, I feel really full. I don't feel great. I've eaten too much. It might be the training where you think I've overdone it. I've done too much. I'm sore. I'm stiff. I overdid it. It might be sleep. It might be rest where you feel sluggish. You haven't done enough. It's always about trying to find that middle ground, that sweet spot. And it's different for everybody. It varies at different times in our lives, different parts of the month, different parts of the week. We're human beings. We're open to many things, some that we don't know about, we don't recognize. And it's not always a simple picture. But remember, we're always just looking for that sweet spot. And if we can help other people to find that sweet spot, they will thank us and they will see us as a, a great manager and a great leader and, and a great coach. So there we go. That's about 30 minutes to fit in Eknath's points for month number six. Eknath, the Aswaran's words to live by. It's a wonderful gift. I hope you get something out of that. I hope there's some things in there that you can apply to your own life, that you can uh, lead, manage or coach more effectively and uh, you can go and uh, provide some service to some other people and it helps you on your way. Don't forget, all this is available on the Leader Manager Coach app. You download the app and you can check out all the complimentary things that we have on there and you can certainly find out about our education and our courses that you can access whether you're a, a coach, a leader, a manager, or you're a player or a parent. We have um, some fantastic content for all of those uh, all of those areas all right listen as always great to have you along appreciate your time catch you later bye bye